0: and i go to this warehouse right and i'm in this warehouse he tells me hey you should see what i do with this studio after hours it's a demo reel of full-on satanic worship in the studio with like women locked in cages with black bunny ears and they're like cutting their wrists and the blood is like spilling out of their wrists they would do like rituals and have orgies with each other all these celebrities come like the black eyed peas Lil pump comes here a lot of these secular artists that christians be listening to still which is crazy but their favorite artists are worshipping the devil though
1: god bless family man i'm excited tonight because i have a special guest My good friend, my brother, a mighty man of God, Big Nick is in the house.
0: What's up, Big Nick? Hey, what's going on, everybody? God bless y'all in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: (laughs) Come on, man. So I'm excited. Watch the whole interview because I'm about to ask him his testimony. I've never really heard his full testimony, so I'm excited to hear it uh, for the first time, man. And would you just share that? Absolutely. So.
0: Yeah, I didn't grow up Christian or anything like that. I actually grew up in a Hindu household. So every Sunday I would have to serve in the Hindu temple faithfully. Um, you know, I had a Swamiji, which was like basically a Hindu priest mm. as well, um, where I grew up in Chicago. And so, yeah, I went to the temple every Sunday, you know, had to do the rituals, had to do the pujas, the arctis. um, These are all like hymns to the Hindu gods, which are fallen angels uh, and that was my life. You know, I didn't know anything about Jesus Christ. I didn't know really who God was. I had an idea that God was out there, but you know, in a polytheistic religion like Hinduism, there's all these different gods. You never know which one is the creator. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it was just mm. very confusing. And you know, I served faithfully in the Hindu temple from, you know, ever since I was a child to wow. about 17 years old. And then I moved, and then so I moved to Hollywood after, right, because when I was about 15 years old, I started doing social media on the Vine app, and the videos were blowing up. They are getting a lot of traction. I mean, by the age of 17, I had almost 3 million followers on the Vine wow. app. And back then, like, to gain followers on social media like Vine, it was very hard, you know. Like, mm. now it, the social media market's very saturated, so, like, people can go viral, like – in an instant and gain millions you know but back then it was like really hard so you know when i gained you know that following and everything i was getting opportunities to start traveling doing this doing that i didn't have really a normal lifestyle so i did online school and then by the time i was 17 i'm like all right i'm gonna just move to la i was living in san diego at that time and i was like la is only two hours up the street i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna start making more content because you know the vine videos blew up and I was like, All right, I'm gonna start collaborating, you know, because I was collaborating too when I lived in San Diego. And like, even when I was in high school, in public school at the time, I literally get out of school on Friday, take the train up to LA. I'd couch surf in LA sat Friday night and Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, I would take the train back to San Diego. And I was on this grind, bro. Like I was grinding making wow. content even when I was a kid in high school. But by the time i was 17 i'm like all right i'm done with high school uh, i'm gonna just move to la now i was planning on going to college but i dropped out because you know college for me was whack like it works for some people but for me it was just a waste of time you know but if you're going to college though like amen you know praise god education is important but for me it was bogus so you know i dropped out and i lived in la and i was making content out there and then vine was kind of like dying out so I was starting to make YouTube videos and stuff. And then, you know, I started blowing up on YouTube as well. I had already like, been making YouTube videos, because I had heard from insiders, like in the vine community that the app was gonna die. So I was like, Alright, I got to branch off and I can't like my career can't die with this app, you know, mm. I got to branch off. So I was already strategically transitioning. Um, and then when I moved to LA, that's when everything really started blowing up, you know, I started blowing up on YouTube as well. And so Once i blew up on youtube like i'm i was mega blowing up on there like vine already had a big audience but it's different like blowing up on short form content versus long form content like bro out of all the social medias like youtube is is the best you know Mm. so when i really blew up on youtube that's when i was i experienced like a lot more fame a lot more money you know like just a lot more things of the world and i was out in l.a bro you know partying every night you know I, there was always functions there was always moves uh you know i'd experienced like really the top one percent that someone could could want you know i was like partying in mansions with dan Bilzerian. and you know offset cardi b was there chris brown like i was living the you were dream. around all these people yeah i was living wow. the dream that i had always wanted you know what i'm saying like it started from social media Then the social media started going crazy and now i'm in all these big circles Like, I wasn't in the circles, like, with celebs, but I'd be at parties with them. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I had my own crew, like, on social media, and I stayed to myself, too. But I bring all of that up to say, like, I experienced, you know, the the dream of the flesh, Mm -hmm. essentially. And, like, it still didn't do anything for me because I was still depressed when I was coming home from, you know, these networking parties and everything i was still you know addicted to smoking weed still drinking you know still doing drugs like and i had no fulfillment in like mm. i didn't have jesus so i was miserable is that the
1: only drug that you ever did was it was it weed
0: no i did i mean i did many i mean i had done weed i had done blow you know psychedelics all of that i drank a lot too um wow. uh, pretty much you know, did everything except for like heroin and meth you know i wasn't i wasn't that crazy, <laughs> that's crazy. i saw crazy but you know god delivered me from that praise god but yeah bro i mean i was doing all that stuff too because i was trying to find counterfeits to the holy spirit because that's oh, all sure. drugs yeah. are drugs are just a counterfeit to god's spirit god's love you know and the devil creates these things engineers these things to give you that high but that high just takes you lower yeah it's a fake high. But when you have the high of Jesus Christ, like you're always going to be going
1: higher. It's, it's, it's called the law of diminishing return. Right. It's, it's the more you, you intake, the more you need. Yep. It's never enough. Exactly. So your soul's just emptier than it was before. Right.
0: It's like that way with Jesus, but instead of your soul being emptier, it's more full. Yeah. But it's like when you get that taste of Jesus, you also want more. Amen. But it's not, but when you get more, it's not like you're being destroyed. You're being renewed and you're like honestly being replenished
1: sanctified
0: sanctified yeah
1: washed and delivered man
0: amen so yeah you know I was wilding out bro doing all that crazy stuff you know it got to a point where really what changed everything for me like living in the world from seeing all this crazy stuff because I had seen a lot of demonic stuff in Hollywood too bro like I knew that the evidence of evil was there I just didn't think like the devil was real because I was an atheist so I was like, oh, people are just doing whack stuff. But now I know they were actually, like, Bro, worshiping so, so, did you, so you actually seen, like, rituals? Mm-hmm, yeah. So when I was in downtown Los Angeles, um, I actually went there with a friend who I just baptized recently. Praise God. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I went down there with a friend because this is when I was really, you know, trying to get connected in the music industry. Because this is when I started making music. Like, I used to make a lot of content, but, you know— I was like, oh, I'm going to get into music now. I really like to sing. I like to rap. So yeah. I was making connections in the industry, and my boy was really plugged in. So, you know, I'm in downtown Los Angeles, and I go to this warehouse, right? And I'm in this warehouse, and hold on. Let me drink this water real yeah, quick because you got to stay hydrated, yeah. guys. God doesn't want you to be thirsty. <laughs> the only thirst you should have is for his word, amen, and some water too. Don't take that literally because I don't want you guys on. to die of, of thirst. but.
1: <laughs> cheers cheers
0: Cheers, bro yeah we're men of god we only drink water we don't drink spirits we rebuke (laughs) alcohol in jesus name uh so high off the holy spirit that's it amen amen um so okay yeah like i go to the studio in downtown los angeles and the guy's cooking up a beat you know what i'm saying it's all cool we're vibing in his studio uh and he makes the beat, and I'm like, okay, dope. Like, maybe I can work with this guy, right? And once the session is over, I go back outside the warehouse, and the warehouse looked a little sus. Mm. But I just didn't put it two and two together that it was a place for satanic rituals, right? So he tells me, hey, you should see what I do with this studio after hours. And I'm like, oh, what, wow. you throw parties? Like, dope. So he pulls up a video on Vimeo, right? Vimeo is like a... It's like a platform, kind of like YouTube, but it's a little more slipped on. You can, like, buy movies on there and stuff. But he pulls up a demo reel on the Vimeo app on his phone, right? And he shows me a whole demo reel of, bro, honestly, it was so wicked. Like, it's crazy to even think about that I had seen all this, but it's a demo reel of full-on satanic worship in the studio with like women locked in cages with black bunny ears and they're like cutting their wrists and the blood is like spilling out of their wrists wow and like it's just literally full of satanic worship that's crazy and i'm like and i was an atheist but even me i was like like i was an atheist at the time not now uh and I, even i was like oh that's a little bit too much you know like and i was a dark person back then too but even for me i'm like uh uh-uh, <laughs> like that's a little weird so he told me after he's like yeah bro you should come like all these celebrities come like the black eyed peas little pump comes here wow. um you know like a lot of these secular artists that christians be listening to still which is crazy but their favorite artists are worshipping the devil though like for real and, talk about it man yeah and i was just like nah you know i'm i'm good bro appreciate it like you know they they do like uh they would do like it was kind of like a orgy party too they would do like rituals and have orgies with each other because like in the occult yeah, he's or- inviting you to these he's inviting me to it yeah because in the occult like the thing with orgies is that it's like the ultimate blasphemy of, of god's union between a man and a woman right. you know if you notice in the occult they'll always be doing orgies like it'll usually be straight or gay orgies because like everything they do in the occult is like basically how can they flip the finger to God in like the biggest way possible, mm-hmm. you know, like they hate Perverted. the God. Yeah. They hate the God that they don't believe in. It's like, bruh, come on, wake up, bruh. But yeah. So that was like a big element to it. And I was just like, oh, I'm good, bro. Like, you know, I just, you know, I'm not going to be working. Like I'm thinking i have not gonna be working with you anymore either. Cause you're kind of weird, you know,
1: that's crazy.
0: But, Yes, I seen all that. So I had the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, like with the whole Hollywood getting exposed and everything, like people think it's a conspiracy theory, but it's a conspiracy fact. Like I had seen seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, I seen it with my own eyes. Like those people are wicked, and a lot of these celebrities are in deep bondage because of the rituals they've had to do. You know, they have soul fragmentations, which is basically like their soul is shattered in all these different pieces. And then like the demons will come in and they'll super glue the fragments of their soul together. So they'll actually have a whole alternate personality from the soul fragmentation of the demons shifting their um, nature. That's like, for example, you know, with Beyonce, when she calls herself Sasha Fierce, like I've seen that. Yeah, that's an example of the soul fragmentation of like her going through satanic ritual abuse her soul being fragmented in all these pieces and then all these legions coming in and like piecing the fragments of the soul in the way they want and then they create a alternate persona alter egos are demonic because an alter ego is it's a it's like another character of you but that's that we don't see that in the kingdom of god like You know what i'm saying our identity is in jesus christ not in a double persona that's right you know that opens the door to demons too like even people joke about like oh yeah this alter ego stuff like bro you shouldn't even be joking about that because you're affirming stuff over your life wow anyways i had to get on a side note there but uh (laughs) so i bring all that up with the whole hollywood thing to kind of tie it into how i got saved right so now i'm like 22 years old uh you know the lockdown happens the pandemic happens they lock us all in our homes. It got really wicked in California, bro. Like, they were super tyrannical. That's one of the reasons why I dipped, too. Moved to Texas, because I was like, bro, this is literally... Shout out to Texas, boys. Shout out to Texas, man. Anointed state. Now the lockdown happens, right? And I'm in my apartment. I got nothing to do, so I'm, like, mad bored. So in the beginning, I was just kind of being a degenerate, smoking weed all day, playing video games. But after a while, I was like, let me take this time to actually learn stuff, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just... Be a bum, you know, that's right. Because I was honestly like, with the locker, I happened, bro. I was a straight up bum. Like, all, of, all I was doing was smoking weed and playing video games. So playing video games doing... is still dope, but with the weed element to it, that's when you get bummy. I still play video games in Jesus' name, but
1: anyways, FIFA only,
0: yeah. I and I beat him in FIFA too at his house, so <laughs> repent, man. But and he beat me after, Thank Thank all right. You. <laughs> I told y'all part of the story anyways um but i let him win though because i had to honor him because he is a man of I, you were in my house exactly i had yeah. to honor you yeah you know <laughs> but uh anyway so i'm in the lo- <laughs> i'm in the lockdown and everything gets shut down and i'm like all right i'm gonna stop the video games i'm gonna get on my computer and, and just start learning stuff you know and i remember i was watching these documentaries actually of uh, you know, the Hollywood industry getting exposed about the government being exposed that mm-hmm. there was this whole, you know, satanic elite that, you know, had their grassroots in all parts of our world and mm-hmm. our society. And, you know, the documentaries were legit, bro. And it's crazy, too, because I didn't write it off as crazy because I had actually seen what they were talking about in the documentary. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You see like it. with the whole rituals and stuff. So I'm like, oh, wow, they are on something here because I don't think people knew about that and so you know i go down the rabbit hole a little bit more like maybe three four months into it and i'm like at this point now i'm convinced that the devil is real wow and i was like i need to just make sure though that satan is real because if i know for a fact that like the devil is real then i'm gonna like start seeking god i don't know Mm. which god it was you know what i'm saying because i was an atheist but i knew Like, okay, if I have solid evidence that Satan is real, then I'm going to start seeking God. And, bro, I went deep. Like, I looked into things like Bohemian Grove. Um, I looked into just a lot of stuff, bro. Different gods.
1: What happened? Just different gods?
0: Well, no, Bohemian Grove was a ritual that they would do in San Francisco in the woods where they would worship Molech, all the politicians and celebrities. So I looked into stuff like that. I also was seeing, like, and some leaked emails about politicians sacrificing, you know, children to Molek too. Mm-hmm. So I was piecing all these things together of like all of these people getting exposed. And I noticed that they were all worshiping this Molech deity. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, bro. I was convinced that after four months of going deep down the rabbit hole, I was like, all right, the devil is real. I know this for a fact. Who's this Molech dude though? Like, why are they all worshiping him? Right. Wow. And, I'm a very critical thinker. So for me, I was like, what's the opposite of Satan, right? God, but what, what doctrine teaches about the devil, only Christianity does. Wow, right? I just knew that like straight off rip, you know, even though like, I used to make fun of Christians and mock Jesus, I'm like, all right, bro, one plus one equals two, like, if the devil is real, then Christianity has to have some truth to it, you know? So here I am. And at this point i had moved from that apartment where i first started the research into like this huge house in hollywood right and i'm like i was i mean you know god (laughs) god worked it all out for his good you know what i'm saying uh and because i was working with this company at the time too and you know they were like you want to move in the mansion i'm like bet so yeah bro i I mean we had a personal chef in there gym in there it was was lit bro um but, you know, I, it still didn't, like, fulfill me, though, before Christ. Because I remember even when I moved in with my homie to the mansion, I told him, I'm like, bro, the first six months were dope. And now, like, I just feel used to it and I feel kind of bored. You
1: were tired of the free French toast and the...
0: Exactly, the yeah. like by, <laughs> Right. My flesh got maxed out. like, And I was like, dang, bro, it's not even that fun anymore, you know? That's crazy. Because, like, bro, any, anything apart from Jesus, like, it'll be fun for a bit, but it'll never do anything for your eternal soul.
1: You know what's crazy is, like you found jesus you encountered god during these lockdowns because you started searching and a lot of people you know the devil was using these lockdowns to to bring so much suicide was like at all time highest rate and even though you know the devil was he thought he was winning some battles i mean millions of people came to jesus including you
0: yeah no it was it was like the ultimate uno reverse card in the kingdom of god that's crazy like uh Because honestly, that whole lockdown stuff was all part of the beta programming for the B-System agenda, you know? And so it was so wicked. Like you could feel like the principality of the murder in the air because even when they were pushing the whole Mm -hmm. shots and everything and, you know, people were taking the the shots and and dropping dead and you had all these politicians, bro. Honestly, I believe that most of those people on the news weren't even human because the utter evil that these people – did to us as a whole as a human race it was not human like they bullied people into taking it your job was threatened like that was a bro we literally like people were
1: fighting at the grocery stores
0: bro yes like people forget we were literally like abused by the elite powers for three years under this whole Lockdown thing, and it's like all over, and we don't think that that's gonna happen We're again. Controlled by fear. Yeah, exactly. But they bullied and that, people, bro. And that's how the
1: devil controls. Exactly,
0: fear. exactly. That was it. Was all controlled by Satan. But yeah, guy was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm I'm rising up the remnant right now. So during the lockdown, you know, I was, look, like I said, looking into the Bohemian Grove stuff, the Moloch stuff, and I'm like, all right, well, if the devil is real, then Jesus Christ has to be real. Like, I just need to start looking into into God, into Jesus, you know? Mm. So what I did is I went on Google and I typed Bible verses about Molech because I'm like, okay, let's see what the Bible has to say about this. Mm -hmm. And there was like over 100 verses. And I was like, what the heck? Like the Bible has an explanation for all this deep stuff that I was already looking into. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just buy a Bible. So I bought one at Amazon and, you know, I got it. The next day and it's crazy because i wasn't even seeking god when this all started isaiah 65 one says that he's made himself known to people who weren't seeking Come on it. and it's just so crazy how god works um how he's rising people up like this wow and i bought the bible got it to my crib started reading it and i started looking up testimonies about jesus christ too and i remember when i was watching these testimonies And I was on YouTube, really, doing a lot of this research. I remember my heart started to change. Like, the bitterness that I had towards God from a young age because of all the pain that I went through. You know, me making fun of Jesus to Christians and stuff. Hmm. I had a very hard heart. But I felt it soften in real time as I was watching videos about Jesus. Because I could just feel the love of God literally like giving me a new heart. It's like he was doing surgery on my heart
1: circumcising.
0: literally Yeah, like I my heart was circumcised. And I remember falling in love with like, Jesus and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I love this man. Like, after hearing all the testimonies on YouTube, watching a movie about Jesus as well. And what he did in the movie, how he healed people, how he loved on people. I was just so captivated. By his love you know the bible says that the goodness of god yeah. leads those to repentance not the oh you're going to hell sinner. because <laughs> i i would be like in hollywood and the street preachers would be like you need to repent or you're gonna burn and it's like yeah amen by the way because yeah. that is facts but like you know when you're talking to a wicked and stubborn generation like the only way that you can bring them to repentance is through love because god actually gave me this revelation you know love drives demons out check Mm. this check this right perfect love casts out all what fear fear right and what second timothy 1 7 says god has not given us a spirit spirit of fear come on so if perfect love casts out all fear then your love is gonna cast out that spirit Now you may need to go through technical deliverance down the line, but the baby spirits though they bro, just by loving on on somebody, though those baby spirits that that are trying to pull the strings, those things will be gone. You know, but what is love? Love rejoices in the truth. So I'm not saying compromise on the word. Mm. You gotta be true to the word. Amen. If someone asks you if it's a sin, you say yeah, boy, that is a sin. But you do it in a loving way. So now that I got to knew that Jesus that because don't get me wrong jesus is wrath jesus is gonna judge the world yeah and and He's coming back to rule with the iron fist
1: that's true right and god uses god uses you know like one thing i know for sure is people have come to christ even with a turn or burn you mm-hmm. know signs and mm-hmm. preachers they have you know, and, and that's that's verified that's yeah. god, and, but you know the way i came to christ was like you yeah with the love of God is what changed me. It's the love of God that drew me back. Right. And it's the love of God that got me addicted to his love. Right. But you know, if if you're out there preaching, turn or burn, I mm-hmm. mean. And you know, there
0: is a scripture where it says some save, you know, by pulling them out of the fire. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like preaching about hellfire yeah. in the book of Jude. It says mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Uh, But I mean, if in a wicked and adulterous generation, like the one we have today, the only reason they're wicked is because they don't know what love is yep. so we you know you got to show them the love of jesus christ that's right you know but if someone asks you like if they're going to hell for some, like committing be honest committing a sin, i'll be honest with you yeah bro like you gonna burn yep. but jesus doesn't want you to you know what i'm saying so i'm experiencing the love of god watching these testimonies watching a movie about jesus and as i'm reading my bible this is all in that house in yep. hollywood as I'm reading my Bible and I've said this many times in many interviews, but it's so powerful. I need to repeat it. I'm reading the word of God for the first time. Mm. And in the spirit, bro, I'm I kid you not, this is before I was saved, in the spirit, I could feel the words jumping out of the page and being implanted in my oh, spirit, man. Wow. And I'm reading it and I realized how hungry I was. It's like i thought i was full this whole time and as soon as i open it and i read the words of jesus i realize
1: i'm starving so you were getting hungry
0: not physically but spiritually yeah
1: so you the more you read the hungrier you got
0: yes because i'm like wow i don't know nothing this is where the true wisdom is Mm.
1: i'm
0: like this is it you know what i'm saying because the words of jesus are so powerful their life he wasn't just a good teacher he wasn't a prophet, he is God. Come on. And I'm reading the actual words from God in human form. <laughs> and I'm kid you not bro. I'm like, falling in love, bro. Just I'm reading the red words and the KJV. I'm getting past the and of these man, I don't care. Like I'm hearing the words of Jesus Christ. Mm. It was so powerful. And I went on. So I went on like the four to five month rabbit hole of trying to see if the devil is real. Now I go on a three month rabbit hole of Jesus. And at the end of it, I'm like, man, I really want to get right with God right now. But how do I do it? I didn't know any Christians. I never heard about repentance. I wasn't raised in a Christian household. How did I receive salvation? I didn't oh, know wow. how. And it wasn't until one day where I believe it was uh, David Lynn from Christ Forgiveness, powerful man of God. Oh, you know, yeah. His street uh, history preaching is fire. By the way, I like street preaching i don't want you to think i'm dogging on it um it's just the people that i encountered in in hollywood they were like crazy bro. like they're just screaming at you all day i'm like bro y'all need deliverance but anyways he was i think he was street preaching david lynn and is preaching about repentance of sin right and i was like oh wow that's interesting like so if i repent i can be i can be right with god because here's the thing there's a false wicked teaching out there saying that repentance is a workspace salvation on, man, and, that, and, the, and they say that repentance is not necessary i didn't receive the holy spirit until i repented wow. okay so anybody who tells you that repentance is not needed that's heresy that's a lie from the pits of hell because repentance closes the gap anyways i'm like okay i gotta repent for my sin bet i'm with it bro i want to be right with god now mm-hmm. i love jesus christ i love god I looked at the other religions. I realized they were fake. I'm like, I, Jesus, is it? You know what I'm saying? I knew Islam was demonic. I knew Hinduism was demonic. I knew all these religions were cap. I just knew that. Offer it. I looked into it a little bit, but like, offer it, bro, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, all this other stuff's cap, bro. Hmm. Like, it's Jesus, bro. When you know, you know. <laughs> you know? And I still looked into them, you know? So I, when I evangelize to these people, I'm not ignorant. I'm not like, oh, I'm right because of this. It's like, no, I'm right because, for example, in the Quran, Muhammad said, although I'm a slave of Allah, I know not what Allah will do to me, right? He didn't know what was going to happen after death. So I don't go, like, for example, to a Muslim and say, like, nah, you're wrong. I'm right. No, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what your doctrine says. Apologetics is important for the body of Christ. It's true. Okay, because what are you going to do when somebody twists the scriptures in a debate against you? You know what I'm saying? Come on, that's what these people do. These agents of Satan, like they'll hey, twist the scripture. That's what Satan did. Try to do with Jesus. Yep, exactly. He 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 took one line, and you know it's crazy too. People preach whole sermons out of one, one line, line without showing the see, entire thing. See, that's got, what the devil did, bro. Yeah,
1: and you got to know it is written,
0: and you got to know it is
1: also written. Yes, because it's it's like a bird. Yes, see, if a bird only has one wing, it'll yep. flap around in circles. Exactly. See, the Word of God balances itself out. You got to know it is written. Yeah, but it's also written so you know context. Yes. That's what the devil does. He takes everything out of context.
0: Yes, 100%. You got to know context, bro. And so, anyways, I got on my knees, right? And I cried out to Jesus for the first time. And this is when I was living in that house in Hollywood. And it felt like it was something out of a movie, bro. I can't even explain it. It was like... Out of an action wow. movie or something bro i, I want to re-watch that moment in heaven one day i know it was recorded the bible says all my days were recorded in your book <laughs> in the book of psalms i know god had the video camera on that bro <laughs> so you know when i get up there bro, and i see the glory of Yahweh, i'm gonna go to the the part in heaven where they got all the video cassettes and watch that moment again wow. anyways that that's probably that could be a thing i don't know <laughs> only god knows i'm just talking so i get on my knees and i cry out to jesus for the first time and I said, Lord, I believe I said, first, Jesus, I believe you are God. And I believe you died for my sins. I ask you right now to forgive me of all my sins. And at that moment, I literally felt the spirit of God within a millisecond. Literally, it was so quick, bro. That's how I know God is just waiting for people to repent because wow. he wants to dwell in them. That's the nature of God. He wants fellowship with you. Yeah. Where in it millisecond bro in a millisecond after i said that boom i received the holy spirit you know how i received the holy spirit because i literally felt the love of god so strong being imparted into my body to where my eyes are bawling bro bawling with water there's so much mucus coming out of my nose that i got up off my knee went to the bathroom like and wiped my nose with some toilet paper because there's so much mucus coming out of it because i felt the love of god so hard i was literally weeping like a baby like a oh newborn gosh. and i'm not kidding you bro after i wiped my nose and i got back to the place where i prayed i was like wow <laughs> this is real i just knew it and since that day i said i don't care i'm literally going to serve god until i die wow. i don't care this is 100 percent real bro this is a tangible encounter with the presence of god you see a lot of people have religion but they don't have an encounter with god and so because they have religion they never actually built their foundation on the rock it was actually easy to get knocked over because religion won't save you a relationship relationship with god will save you i experienced what it was like to be with my father my gosh i didn't experience because now check this out right i read the bible before i received the holy spirit i knew the words of god but i didn't know god Mm. because a lot of people know the word of God, but they don't know who God is. Even though he's revealed himself in his word, but how do we have intimacy and fellowship with God? Repentance and humility, Mm. because you need to have less of you so God can have more of him in you. That's Mm. how it works. That's how things in the spirit work. You want God to move in your life. You want God to expand your ministry. You want God to bless you. Get all of you out of the way.
1: You must decrease so he can increase
0: exactly exactly that's what john the baptist said and it's so true man i decreased a lot after that i lost a lot of friends i you know i had relatives that cut me off for years Mm -hmm. um i lost a lost a lot of people lost a lot of people on top of that when i gave my life to christ that day and i you know left i just left the world bro i was like that's it i'm not smoking anymore i'm not fornicating anymore i'm not gonna be I already stopped watching porn a couple of months ago before that. Cause I was like, oh, this is cause when I was going to the deep rabbit hole, I found out it was an agenda of the elites to like emasculate men. So I got really angry. So I oh, quit God out man. of anger, wow. you know? So I was like, oh, I've never watching this again. I've been deceived. But when I got saved, I'm like, oh, I'm ultra not watching this crap. Cause now this is demonic too. Wow. Uh, I was like, that's it, bro. I'm quitting everything. You know, the hardest thing for me to quit was weed, mm. but I quit Talk that eventually.
1: Yeah, I— Did you—after you encountered Jesus, did you get delivered from, from smoking weed right away, or, or was no, it— No,
0: it took me, like, three months to quit. Um, three months. And I got attacked by demons when I was high, too. I talked about this on my YouTube channel a couple months ago, but uh, when I got saved and I asked God to show me a sign if weed was wrong, the first time in my life I got attacked by demons, and I kept hearing nasty voices in my head telling me, like, I should be ashamed for loving God. It was crazy, bro. Wow. I had to go to bed like at 8 p.m that night so I could wake up sober the next day it was wicked bro wow. like weed is demonic if you're a Christian and you smoking and you're debating oh it doesn't say it in the Bible I'm telling you right now you're accessing the spiritual realm illegally mm. and you
1: need to repent yeah and, and and tell them like how how was it that you were able to see breakthrough because the, a lot of people they, off of weed yeah because a lot of people they 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 want they love God and they're just like man I'm desperate I, I'm tired I mean I remember me you know, being high on cocaine, like yeah. s- snot going everywhere, bleeding and I was and I remember going outside one time in the front lawn, I had the bag of cocaine and I looked and I was crying while I was about to take another another bump right? With the key. Yeah. And I was, I looked up to this guy, I said, please help me, God. I was crying. I, said, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And, and please help me God. Yeah. And and so like there's Christians that have those strongholds, you know, they, they've trained their soul for so long yeah. to run to the flesh, to satiate whatever's going on in their soul. Yeah. You know, like weed, cocaine, alcohol, <coughs> sex, it becomes their God, it becomes right. their peace. Right. But Jesus says, I don't give you the peace that the world gives mm. you. I give you a peace that, you know, so there's a peace that the world gives us, yeah. but it's a false sense of peace. Why? Yes. Because it leaves us more empty. But a lot of people are like, how can I see breakthrough? Mm-hmm. And what was the moment that you seen breakthrough in your life?
0: Okay. Yeah. So honestly, what made me want to quit was honestly learning about hell. And the fear of the Lord. I didn't learn about just the love of God, but the fear of God. And I tell you, when I watch these hell testimonies of these nine to 10 foot reptilian creatures clawing into people's spirit body and throwing them around wow. and cussing at them and putting spears in their private parts. Like, bro, these testimonies I watched I've were, ex- yeah. yeah, it was dark, bro. And I'm like, I never want to be here. And honestly, like these backwoods are not worth eternal damnation. Oh. I, Cause I'm a logical guy. Right. So I put two and two together. I'm like, okay, I could smoke, you know, this Russian cream and get high and, you know, but is that worth it if I'm going to get tortured and like forever. violated by demons forever? Nah. No,
1: and, and I heard a testimony of people that have died and gone to hell. And they said, like, you know, I remember a testimony the guy was sharing. He said, you know how sleep paralysis, how you feel that fear that, mm-hmm. that it grips you to the point where you can't move. You're literally paralyzed. Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, I remember when that happened to me. Um, I couldn't even move. I couldn't even speak. until yeah. I said, Jesus. Mm-hmm. As soon as I said that, it left. Wow. But he said that that's, that fear that you feel is like a billion times worse. Yeah, you know, I heard that too. A billion times worse in hell. It's like it never stops.
0: Yeah, that's terrifying. I looked at that too and I was like, bro, I never want to go to this place. Bro. I know this place is real now. So literally I will do everything I can. Like I'm going to take the open door that Jesus has given me to get
1: the heck out of here wow. while I still have time. Well, I think what you just said, it's, it's his goodness that leads us to repentance. Yes. That by, you know, that, that in that passage of scripture is talking about God's judgment. Yeah. And then it talks about God's goodness. So he's saying, Hey, you deserve God's judgment, right? But it's his goodness that you should repent now right? because of his mercy. And he gives you time and <coughs> compassion yes. to change. So it's his goodness that should lead us to that place of changing. But then exactly it, the goodness
0: led me there. But then the fear of God helped me get out of the bondage. You know what I'm saying? Is that's the formula, bro. You come in with the goodness and then you catch the revelation of his judgment. Once you already tasted the goodness, you know that the judgment isn't for you. It was never for you. Jesus said it was created for the The fallen angels and Satan. Right. So I was like, bro, I'm not even supposed to go here. This ain't my domain. I don't claim this place. I'm not smoking these backwoods anymore. Like, that's it, bro. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But I struggled, though, like for three months. You know, I I quit. You were getting tormented. Yeah, I was getting tormented because, you know, when you're smoking weed uh, in the spirit realm, demons are comforting you. They're giving you that relaxation. So you actually have you're actually in chains in the spirit. Okay, when you're smoking marijuana and then when you get off of it. The demons and the spirit are like rattling your chains and making you irritated Mm. because i would quit and i'd get really irritated and angry right um and so i would get back into it i quit i tried to quit weed for like five days because i was smoking almost every day for three years
1: wow
0: i tried to quit for five days i couldn't handle it anymore i had to smoke again i kept going through that cycle like until the third time and then i remember like it was october 14th of 2020 I'm with my old roommate in North Hollywood, and I'm in a parking lot. And I told them, I'm like, all right, bro, that's it. I'm giving my life to Christ for real. I'm not smoking weed anymore. This is my last blunt. I'm While roll- you were
1: smoking? Well, before I did. Oh, okay. I'm
0: like, I'm going to roll this blunt with you. And I was like, I'm down to smoke with you. But after this, I'm never smoking weed again. So I actually rolled it knowing in my mind that was going to be the last blunt I ever smoked. And i stuck to my word bro wow you know what i'm saying because bro i'm i'm trying to seek the things of christ i can't seek the things of god like that and grow deep in revelation if i'm still tampering with the devil's devices that's true i can't and some people may be offended because maybe they're doing that right now and i'm not condemning you but like god wants to take you higher so stop letting the devil take you higher bro you know what i'm saying because that high ain't even worth it because it's
1: cap bro people want to get as close as they can to the fire without getting burned without
0: getting burned yep yep eventually you're gonna get burnt yep so stay away exactly yeah because you don't want to get burnt no you know what i'm saying and that and i was like bro i'm i'm about to be really seeking the lord like that i gotta get all the stuff out the way mm. and so i would say by november i was completely sanctified like to the tea. Wow. I had familiar spirits you know trying to have like demonic woman that i used to you know mess around with in the world after not talking to him for almost a year well not really seeing them in a year hit me up like hey how are you i'm like bro i'm like that's a wicked bro that's like you haven't hung out
1: with me in a year and now i'm like fully sanctified and now you're hitting me up but check this out this this is the importance of discipleship that's why people need discipleship like right because when you make that decision to come to Christ, you've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his beloved son. You've been translated from darkness to light, from death to life. And so what you need to do now is get and and become a part of a local body because what the devil would do, he's going to search you out. He's going to say, oh, he's by himself. She's by himself. And the Bible says he roams around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. Yes. So he's just looking he, like a lion, you know, the Bible talks about the devil being like a lion, right? Yeah. And a lion has this mechanism in his eyes that it, it starts moving. I don't know if you ever seen the national geographic channel where mm-hmm. the lions just looking, 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 and his eyes are moving really, really fast. Yeah. It's trying to lock in on its prey. And if, if he catches a little deer by itself, it's able to lock in and it goes after it, and it yep. kills it. Yep. But you know, that's why the herd s- sticks together because when it sticks together, it can't lock in on the prey. That's why you need to be a part of a church. You need to be getting discipled, held accountable and having people pour into you. Yes,
0: it's so true. And that verse is actually what made me want to quit weed too. First Peter five, eight, be sober, be vigilant. Cause your adversary, the devil walketh around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I was like, bro, I gotta be sober. I can't be smoking this this blunt, bruh. So that was something that motivated me too. Wow. It's so important you mentioned that. You see, when you're in Christ, and you're in isolation and you have no accountability you're roaming around like an orphan wow and the devil loves that because now he can magnify your soul wounds and he can torment you to a point where you actually will backslide mm. if you have no accountability Talk how is god going to bless you if you have no accountability and you can't submit to a covering if you can't submit to a church how are you going to expect a woman of god to submit to you Oof, come you on. see you have to be positioning yourself in a place to receive but what is it to be a man to be a man isn't just to preach a good sermon to be a man is to have dignity and accountability Mm. and to submit yourself to authority that's right because obviously you know men who get married your wives should submit to you but you got to be submitted to christ you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you can't be roaming around like you know doing your own thing because Mm -hmm. the devil loves that the devil loves people that he can isolate and not have them plugged into a community That's because right. it's so easy to minister to those people yeah
1: you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. wow man so you encountered jesus you went from hollywood seen demonic rituals smoking weed every day to falling in love with jesus because you started searching the truth you felt god was tugging it on your heart yeah powerful testimony jesus comes fills you did you did you, you get baptized in the holy spirit that day yes i did Um, i got baptized in the holy spirit that day i actually
0: received the holy spirit so i've heard things that baptism of the holy spirit is when like the spirit is working through you Mm -hmm. right i heard that there's a difference between receiving it versus being baptized in it i don't know i I can i can share yeah if you want to share that because i mean i'm sure you have revelation on that but i definitely received the holy spirit Mm -hmm. that day
1: well the bible you know Anytime you come to full faith in the resurrected Christ, yes. that he was the Messiah, the one that was prophesied in the Old Testament, that he came to take the sins away from the people, yeah. that you believe that he died and he rose again on the third day. When you come to full faith in him, then God can breathe back into your spirit. He, mm. The rock, the life, just like Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, yes. that God breathed into man. Yeah. Because man, every we were born into Adam, the sinful mm-hmm. nature, right? And every man was cut off from God. Our spirit man was dead. Right. Because... Because of righteousness, we weren't in right standing with God. Right, right. We were alienated. We're enemies of God. Yeah. But since Jesus tore that wall down, now we're in right standing, righteousness with the Father. So now Jesus can come back and. Whoosh. Breathe back into our spirit. Right. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, he restored that breath of life back into man's spirit. Yeah. That is the born-again experience. That's the right, regeneration right. of your spirit. Yeah. You you become a spirit being now. Mm-hmm. You're not just physical, now you're a spirit being and now you can live by the spirit. Right. Because before we were just flesh. We exactly. could never live by the spirit. Yep. Right. But Jesus prepared that way so that we can live by it, walk by it, and it brings life in abundance. But now when Jesus did that, he said, Now go wait in Jerusalem. He told the disciples right. for the promise, the baptism, the empowerment. Mm. The empowerment is for the work of ministry. Mm. So that's why you seen you seen Peter he in John chapter 20, Jesus breathed and he says, Receive the Holy Spirit. And he says, Now wait in Jerusalem for the promise. You see, Peter was still waiting and hiding. Yeah. After he gets empowered from on high, he starts preaching with boldness. Yes. Three thousand souls were one that day.
0: Yep. That makes sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. And you know It's interesting how, you know, when Peter received the Spirit, he was preaching with boldness. People ask me, how are you so bold in what you preach? It's the Holy Spirit. I'm an introverted guy. I've preached things that are very controversial Mm. but are true, you know, about, like, certain stuff Mm. being demonic. And people will come up to me, and they'll be like, bro, I love your ministry. Like, I love your boldness. How do you do it? I'm like, bro, I'm not doing it. Holy Spirit. Like, bro, before this, like, I didn't want... You know, I, I was an introvert. Like I was wow. trying to start nothing, but now God, yeah, in I
1: the mean, upper room,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but God works through me, and when He wants me to expose stuff, I'm expose it. I'm gonna say abortion is demonic. I'm gonna say Come Islam on. is demonic. I'm gonna say that you know kids shouldn't cut their genitals off. Cool. Like I'm gonna say this stuff, and it's crazy that I gotta say that because we live in such a deceptive world because they call good evil and evil exactly good. and so it's not me really being bold i'm just speaking common sense from what we all probably agreed 10 to 20 years ago you know but we see that correlation
1: though when people receive the spirit then they start preaching with boldness oh my gosh you know and now you're preaching with boldness now you've been preaching at revivals yep we preached at the same revival not Preach too long ago at, yeah at god moved powerfully yep man and god is using you powerfully man amen thank and you like you i just powerful videos i mean thank you you, you have that teacher's anointing for sure thank you man because you you be talking about some stuff i never heard and i'm like yo what? Amen.
0: Apostle said that to apostle rich yeah he, he said um i'm called to be a teacher and i thank god for that because there's been revelation that i'm sharing now that i learned when i was a baby christian mm. it was so much downloads that god was giving me about like crazy stuff i, like, I actually got a I felt like I had a hard drive in my brain that was over capacity, you know, and I I had to like take a step back for a moment and just be like, okay, I learned all this stuff. I don't know what to do with it, but you know why? Because now when something happens, like with the whole Nephilim in Miami, the reason why I learned all this stuff years ago was it was stored up in the hard drive and God's like, okay, release the revelation. I shared to you now, Mm. release the revelation about portals that I shared with you three years ago. So it's like, people are searching for answers and it's like God had already given me the answers to it, but I didn't know why he was sharing this stuff with me. And now, bro, that video that you made
1: is powerful. You guys need to go watch it. Thank you. What's it called?
0: Okay. So yeah, I did a video on my channel about, uh, with the whole Miami mall situation, how there was a demonic portal right next to the mall. So, uh, I don't know if you'll put it in the description. Uh, yeah. If you could check Mario's description, um, the video that he's talking about, but I basically exposed the whole portals that were in the Miami mall where the Nephilim creature spawned out of I exposed all oh, that. Of it. I want to that guy it. was like
1: 10 feet. He said, he said that he, he didn't even have a mouth. Did he say something like that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. He was saying something like they were 10 feet. They were kind of like glitching. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But that's how these things. These things are are going to get exposed more because I believe Yahweh is exposing you. You, you think those were fallen angels or what were they? Um, I believe that I don't know if they were fallen angels, I would say they were probably just demonic creatures, because fallen angels operate a lot differently. They have assignments, right? Mm. They're not like, yeah, they're Roman, but they won't roam out of a portal on accident. Fallen angels are are designed to be in charge of huge things like Islam, for example, right? So Mm. there's a there's a whole hierarchy in the kingdom of darkness, like, for example, you know, Baal, which is one of the fallen angels, yep. is actually the god of the Quran mm-hmm. because they used to, Islam has a lot of polytheistic roots to it, polytheistic, sorry, roots to it. Mm-hmm. And they used to worship this statue called Hubal, which was actually known in Canaanite times as Baal, right? Mm. Before, you know, before, you know, the Quran kind of got changed because the Quran's been updated like. 200 times or something like that so it they got more updates than Fortnite, bro wow. anyways uh so you know like these fallen angels are actually principalities over certain really got
1: more updates than your tesla
0: yeah for real bro my <laughs> tesla got a lot of updates but i believe that these were lower ranking demons you know um lower ranking demonic creatures they may have honestly yeah, they probably were Nephilim because if they were 9 to 10 foot tall sentient beings, yeah. giants, then yeah, they're probably just Nephilim. Nephilim are at a lower rank than the fallen angels, though.
1: Wow. That was crazy.
0: It was pretty crazy, bro. And a lot of people didn't know what to make of it. And it's crazy because the church, it like spiritually in America, is dead, right? Uh, they don't know about spiritual warfare. They don't know about, you know, these crazy things. And so what the devil has done is he strategically killed the spiritual discernment of the church. And he's showing out. And now these paranormal demonic people who are promoting stuff like Ouija boards and haunted houses and all this stuff. It's like they have the answers to it. This is how the devil set it up. He stunned the church spiritually so people can go search the answers in witchcraft. Mm. That's what he's done. You know, right now one of the the biggest trends on TikTok is called Witch Talk. It's got like talk? A, almost sixty billion views like of what? witch videos. You know why, bro? Because the church has no spiritual element to it anymore. It's all religion. It's all dead religion. You know, because we've abandoned we've abandoned the Holy Spirit. Not us, but the church has. Mm-hmm. One thing I like about your ministry is you guys really embrace the Spirit of God you know, because you can't have the word without the spirit Mm. because the spirit wrote the word. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to read the word of God and then be like, Oh, I don't believe in miracles. I don't believe in healing. I don't believe in deliverance, deliverance. bro. Okay, you may as well go be a Muslim or a Hindu then Mm. because they have dead religion too. You know what I'm saying? Power. God, it's the Bible says the kingdom of God does not come in word but in power. power. So how can we have the kingdom of God come down if the power isn't being displayed? That's right. That was the bro. That was the prayer that Jesus prayed to bring the kingdom down mm. where the church is going against Jesus's prayer. If you think about it, right? Because they're denying the
1: power Well, the God. churches that don't believe in the power. Exactly. And he, and he, and he, we're supposed to be witnesses of him. Exactly. And he said, you need power, right? So power has to follow the witnessing.
0: And when I say the church, I just mean the American church. Mm. Because the American church is like, you know, we need a revival. Yeah, we're In- the Mexican church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, <Mexican. laughs> yeah, we got the Edgar <laughs> cut. I'm not even Mexican, but amen, bro. If that means I can get more tacos, I'm with it, bro. If I can get them birria tacos, me. and shoot, I'll identify as Mexican. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's crazy because with the whole – uh, oh, crap, what was I going to say? I got a brain fart right now. But, yeah, with the whole American – the whole (laughs) with the whole american church bro they it's not the church in in a whole because in other countries they will they will know what spiritual warfare is like like in africa for example Mm -hmm. oh they know all about that bro they know about the spirit realm but in america like everybody's so desensitized and you know what's crazy because we're prayerless
1: yes that's why
0: but you know god revealed this to me we got so many missionaries in America going to other countries That's to tell crazy. people about Come Jesus, on. Talk about but it. what we really need is for them to tell people about Jesus here. <laughs> like Damn. we're going out to other countries. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? We're going out to other countries for revival when revival is desperately needed here.
1: I've been saying that,
0: you know what I'm saying? I've been like, been saying that. bro. Okay. Yeah. Amen. What? You can go preach the word. I'm not dogging on people who do that. You go to Africa and you go to a village and South tell them America. About yeah you can go you can go there right south america africa whatever amen they can hear about the word of god they never heard him but your own community is lacking yeah. your own community's got crime hey. your own community's got
1: broken families yo bro, you need to be talking about jesus here bro bro you want real training instead of going out there what you need to do is preach here in America. Yes, that's real training. because yep. these are these are the people that are actually harder to reach. Yep, you go to South America, Africa, these poor countries, these third world countries. Yeah. they're desperate for the good news. They're yes. desperate to hear good news. They're like, "What, Jesus, man?" And they call, man. And matter of fact, f- miracles are happening over there. Why? Because there's so much faith yeah over here there's faithless people Why? because they don't they don't like the word of God yep and faith grows by hearing and hearing the word of God yep so if you want real training start preaching the gospel at Walmart start preaching the gospel at the gas station here in Dallas yep that's real training it's
0: way harder to preach the gospel to somebody here than in a foreign country (laughs) just like because bro people here there's a huge spirit of pride over America
1: You know what I'm saying, a, a, man. And people like people are you guys are funny on the comments. Some <laughs> some people like they'll, they'll say, "Brother, you should have said this and you should have said that." I'm like, "Well, why don't you go out?" Yeah, there but show you me? do it.
0: You? I always find that hilarious. <laughs> like people will criticize the way that you're preaching, but it's like, bro, what are you doing? You're sitting bro, behind a screen, eating popcorn, bro, judging a man bro, of God, and then watching Netflix. Bro, like, like I
1: was at the witchcraft story or witchcraft uh, place, and I was preaching the gospel to this uh, Wicca, this witch, witch in. Yeah. And I talk real fast, right? Because I'm trying to get the gospel across before yeah. this lady kicks me out. And I'm trying to get it across because I'm like inside it, it's filled with incense and it oh, stinks. It's I saw so, that. yeah. It smells so bad. So you're like, you are they're sitting right. there like trying to breathe, <laughs> yeah. but it smells so <laughs> bad. And and people are like, you should have said this and you should. I'm like, yeah, please. You start going yeah out. you do it bro you go
0: to a santa santa muerte church and and preach to them bro bro because you the people who criticize like that they're not doing anything no, but not like against you man nah, nah, nah. we love y'all man we love the pharisees you know what i'm saying we pray y'all repent um but <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh edit that <laughs> But yeah right it's like edit that out no nah, i nah, don't edit that out because y'all gotta know y'all pharisees for real but um it's like you can't be doing that, bro. You can't be criticized. Like, oh, well, I would have done it this way. Okay, well,
1: <laughs> have you done it, though? Like, bro. people
0: are all talk about that. But I really like
1: all the stuff you've been you, doing, man. But, but you know who does that? The lukewarm Christians. Oh, you know honey Because they're convicted. I think I've done that before. Yeah. I was like, I just came to cry. I was like, still drinking. I'm like, bro, but that's not love. On <laughs> like, you shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah.
0: So. Nah, I, I love what you're doing man Thanks, like man. the righteous are as bold as a lion that i think about you when i read that scripture thank you man because you know you're going out there you're exposing this wicked stuff and it's like we got warlocks and witches in the church mm. but we got no christians where they're at <sighs> you know and that's what you and apostle rich are really good at yeah i actually I, I received a little this. bit of impartation hey. from that too. Whenever I hang out with the apostle, I always get this impartation to like go in wicked places.
1: But you went to a psychic store. I went to a
0: psychic store and I went into a
1: Hindu temple. Wow. You know, and I preached there. And, well, you know, those are my favorite encounters. Like I, 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 I don't want to preach anywhere else, but witchcraft stores, the gay clubs, the yeah. strip clubs, it's it like, Bro, it's I just feel this extra grace, this extra anointing when yeah. I'm going in these places.
0: Because you're going there in faith and you're going like, you're going in dark places yeah. and God is going to move. Because you're going to shine brighter. Yeah, God, God's not going to leave you hanging. Oh, you're going yeah. there for Him. He's like, all right, oh, my I'm son. I'm with a bunch of angels. All right, my son, bet. We let me send, let me send these angels over here real quick. And, you know, when you make these videos, you see, you can see the Word of God really convict these people mm. you know what i'm saying and you do it in a great way bro you you come Appreciate to them in love and i really respect that a lot about your ministry like you're really going out there and and doing what's needed right thank now. you man Appreciate you know it. i love it i'm in big support of it yeah, pastor man. mario <laughs> is verified by big nick bro go check you know, i got out. the blue check yeah yeah, yeah. you <laughs> put the blue check up here and i'm just playing <laughs> nah i really love it man i love what you're doing i love the ministry that you created and i'm just praying that
1: people will rise up like that thank you man you know oh man thank you for coming on this podcast man it was powerful powerful testimony can you um can you just close this out with uh well before close closes out if go follow my brother where, where, where can they follow you at okay he'll put it Her- in the disc- everybody knows you already anyways amen amen <laughs> he'll
0: but hey maybe like a few people don't so yeah. this is good uh yeah guys you can check out my youtube in the description you can check out like my instagram i don't really use twitter like that you can check out my instagram and tiktok also drop a new music video for my song called redeemed Sing a little little piece so you want to hear it Intervene oh yeah now i'm sipping for the nazarene but yeah y'all could go check out the redeem music video in the description it's a different channel than my ministry channel but you could just put both of it in there but yeah god is good bro thank you for having me on and i'm definitely down to close this in prayer yes let's get it thank you jesus father god i just thank you right now for this time with pastor mario my brother in the lord and i thank you god for allowing me to be on here and share my testimony with The people who need to hear it because god every soul is important you you are waiting for people to repent god i pray that this live this podcast would call people to repentance would call people to fellowship with you to learn their identity in jesus christ so i thank you lord for this time that we have to honor you and glorify you and i thank you lord for using us as obedient vessels for your kingdom i just pray a blessing over everybody uh, who's watching right now i pray for breakthrough in their life I pray for them to be set free from whatever bondage they're in. And I thank you, God. I give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus Christ's mighty name, Jesus name. Amen. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Go support my boy Mario out here. He's putting in work for the kingdom of God. Every subscription counts, bro. Amen. Don't be sitting there. Don't be sitting there like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch him from the sidelines, but not support like that. Don't be a hater, bro. Okay? Don't be a spectator. Be a supporter, man. Support this man of God. Subscribe to the channel. You've seen him preaching at the witchcraft stores. You've seen him preaching at the gay clubs. But you still ain't subscribed yet. Why? Do it, bruh. Like, the time is ticking. Jesus could come back at any moment, and you still ain't subscribed to his channel. That's crazy, bruh. Go subscribe to this man come right on. now, bruh.